The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Media days are here, and so are the two-time defending Big Ten champion Michigan Wolverines. We'll break it down here on this week's episode of Michigan Podcast. There's going to be one team that's going to play solely as a team. No man is more important than the team. No coach is more important than the team. The team, the team, the team. Looks deep for Anthony Clark. Waits for it, Kim Clark. Hey, hey, they said you can't beat Ohio State. Now what? Brady gets terrific. Clemson and a touchdown night again. Just before Brazil got him, and a leaping interception by Woodson. Harbaugh back to throw over the middle, caught by Kohler at the five on his feet, touchdown Michigan! On his way. It's good! He's 5'7", 179 pounds, a junior at Michigan, but Jamie Morris packs a wallop, and he delivers for Bo Schindler. And here's your first play. Pressure coming, second. It is Glenn Steele, number 81, who fought his way through the traffic. Option. And Robinson calls his own number, and he's going to score. Oh, an easy touchdown for Robinson and Michigan. championship again because we're going to play as a team and when we play as a team and the old season is over you and I know it's going to be Michigan again Michigan Go Blue, I'm Steve Dace. Welcome to this week's episode of Michigan Podcast, and uh, welcome to my maize and blue man cave. In fact, uh, this will not be our new setting. We're doing this a little remotely, a little ad hoc this week with the odd times of Big Ten Media Days and coinciding with my work schedule. And this was the only way we're going to be able to bring you an episode this week. And with everything going on, we wanted to make sure that we did that because kind of the official now start of the season is when conference media days arrive. The Big Ten uh, has gone this week. Michigan went on Thursday. A lot to talk about and a lot to discuss. So we're doing it here for you on this week's episode of Michigan Podcast. I'm just going to riff on the things that stood out to me for a few minutes here on the program this, this week, and we'll call it a day. All right. So let's start with the big issue that emerged on the eve of Big Ten media days. And that is the leak, presumably from the NCAA side of things, that Jim Harbaugh will face, <clears throat> pardon me, a four-game suspension for a series of, of, of minor um, 
code two, I think, or grade two is what they're called, violations, uh, the most serious of which was not being forthcoming about the nature of an illegal contact with a set of recruits who were visiting on their own during COVID. And Jim Harbaugh took them uh, to a, uh, you know, a, a very well-known campus haunt and bought them burgers. And then when he got turned in for this, uh, lied about it. All right. Now, he is adamant that he did not lie. Uh, this has been going on since January, of course. We've been waiting for the resolution of this. Um, if I had to guess what happened here, what happened here is uh, Harbaugh gave him the equivalent of, I don't recall, and go jump in a lake. You're coming at me for hamburgers and, you know, all these other schools are out here just dropping bags. Get the bleep out of my presence with that. And the NCAA decided we'll make an example out of Michigan <clears throat> because your administration so stupid, weak, and uh, elitist um, and, and, and sanctimonious that it will actually really care what we think when no other program of merit and means in the sport does. Sure enough, that plan appears to have worked. <laughs> All right, because Michigan's administration is that stupid, weak, and sanctimonious that it's one of the few and the dumb, the last remaining administrations in college sports caring what the NCAA thinks. All right, so uh, apparently this is going to go down. I'm not exactly sure how. I mean, I, I, I can't foresee a scenario where Harbaugh agrees to this. And his attorney is Tom Mars. So maybe this was leaked in a way to try to pressure the university. Now, if I were Harbaugh, I'd just come out and coach anyway. What are they going to do? Well, Steve, they'll vacate wins. What does that even mean? Like, they did this with the Fab Five. Did you, like, just did – your, did, did your brain just forget that the years 1992 to 1993 happened – and you just don't know. You just don't know that the Fab Five existed. Who gives a freaking rip about that? And, and so what if they vacate wins? I mean, are, are they, are, is the NCAA going to physically come uh, to your uh, athletic department library and remove the lines uh, of those games as if they did not occur? Of course not. Uh, it'll have no bearing on the polls. The NCAA has no control over college football rankings in the college football postseason. Will the college football playoff committee get together and say, wow, it, just, it appears that at the end of the year, Michigan's actually 8-0, not 12-0, not because they didn't play those first four games. That's never going to – who gives a rip? And screw these people with their unbalanced scales. Here, I'd have one rule at this point. Don't harbor criminals. Other than that, I don't care. And whatever you pay them, or they, or, or somebody else does, you know, we got this, uh, this, we got this uh, really persnickety little bugger called the IRS. Man, make sure they get their cut. All right, and that's between you and the feds, not my problem. That, that, those would be my only rules at this point. And given most of what gets taught in these universities, I used to have two rules: don't ruin the academic reputation of your university. Well, frankly, much of what's being taught in these universities is already ruining their academic reputations. So I don't give a rip about that either. All right. So just don't harbor criminals, no menaces to, uh, to society on campus. All right. Other than that, I don't care. Um, it's called capitalism. And then we have, you know, everybody has to make sure Uncle Sam gets his cut. And if you don't, well, you know, there's a much, much bigger problem than the NCA to deal with. It's called the Internal Revenue Service. And then let's play ball. Right. That's what I would do. I, I suspect, you know, I saw Jerry DiNardo make this point a lot uh, today, watching Big Ten uh, Media Days with uh, with Michigan uh, featured in day two, worried about complacency with Michigan. And I, I don't think that's necessarily a, a terrible take. I mean, in the entire history of Michigan football, Michigan has won more Big Ten championships than anybody else, but has never won three undisputed titles in a row. It's won five in a row before, 
but a couple of those were shared. It's never won three undisputed in a row. I think only once in his in the history of the Big Ten has a team won four undisputed championships in a row. And Ohio State just recently did that, I believe, with Urban Meyer. So it is not easy to do that. And it's not as if, you know, Michigan's already playing in the toughest division or at least the second toughest division um, in, in all of the sport. Uh, it's it's not a crazy take at all to say a little bit of complacency cost you a game somewhere, and here we are. I'm not worried about that now after the events of this week. I, I think this will be a rallying cry. I think this will be a Michigan versus everybody. Um, if the four-game suspension does go down, and, and maybe you were worried about that first road game at Nebraska and how tough of a of a game that was for Michigan a couple of years ago, and they'll be really hyped up to welcome the defending champs in. Well, that would also be uh, Jim Harbaugh's debut. And I think they will absolutely rally around that. So I I think this may go a long way towards any complacency worries whatsoever. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Now that some of the team matters, uh, I, I saw Blake Corum say he's 100%. Uh, I saw him say to, to the crew on uh, the Big Ten Network, hey, I'm back to being me. He's ready to go. Uh, I mean, Harbaugh absolutely raved about J.J. McCarthy. Uh, t- t- said he was a generational talent. I've, he said, I've told the team, wherever he's leading, follow him, and I'm doing the same thing as the head coach. And here's the thing to remember about J.J. McCarthy. This is, this is not being mentioned enough. Guys, he didn't throw for like seven, six or seven months last year. So he, he didn't throw during spring, during conditioning. He didn't throw until right before camp. He was rehabilitating. I think it was the shoulder. I think it was the shoulder or the elbow, but I think it was the shoulder. So he'd take all the mental reps. I know Harbaugh loves that phrase. Never. If mental reps were a thing, they wouldn't have guys put on pads. It's not a thing, guys. It's called football, not think ball. All right, it's called football. All right, they have to hit. Okay, so... Mental reps are just a way to give every give somebody a feeling like, attaboy, you're still out there, even though you're not doing a damn thing that matters. All right. Mental reps. It's not think ball. It's football. So he's out there all offseason. He's, he's not been the starter before. He gets out there. J.J. does all offseason. He can't throw. So he's not really fully involved in the offense. They get into fall camp. He's got to he's got to displace a starter. And so that means those reps are getting split. So he didn't get really any meaningful reps all spring gets into fall camp, and he is splitting all the meaningful reps. So, I mean, his his learning curve was way behind. And you could see that, you know, once once the competition got tougher and they, they tried to set him up, they tried to throw the ball more at times during last year. It was like pulling teeth. You could see that development was behind. And then they ran into Ohio State, who was dumb enough to play cover zero most of the game and play man-to-man everywhere, and we lit them up. And I think actually it was the next game against Purdue that you saw that you saw JJ really step into his own really for the first time as a passer. And then without a gimmicky defense on the other side. And then against TCU, he had a great game except for two plays. Unfortunately, those two plays were pick sixes and cost us the game. So I, I anticipate this year with him now having an entire offseason, 
he's going to get the starters reps in practice, I think you're going to see him take a big, big step. And if he does, the good news is I think you're going to see Michigan playing for a national championship. The bad news is you won't be seeing any more of J.J. McCarthy playing for the University of Michigan. But we want that bad news because it means we got the good news that we were looking for. Um, I, I just don't see a team with a lot of weaknesses. Um, there's a concern about the second cornerback spot, but you know, they got three guys to compete for that spot. Got to think out of one of those three, um, some functional player opposite Will Johnson will emerge. And, and one thing that stands out to me every year watching Big Ten Media Day is just how well-spoken our players are, man. I mean, they're just, I mean, just classy. And, and they're smart and they're mature. And you can see that listening to Mike Sanristil. Um, I mean, Mike Sanristil just has a presence, even at you know his diminutive size. Chris Jenkins just has a presence. Blake Corum just has a presence. So let's do this, man. We're ready. I think this team is it leads the Big Ten in returning production. I think the way last season ended absolutely puts a terrible taste in its mouth. I think watching their coach get dragged for doing something that is barely jaywalking in the South, I think that's a rallying cry. Practice begins next week. I think this is going to be, I mean, hey, the last two have been pretty good. You just get the sense that this is a team on a mission. Last year's mission was to do it again. Go into Columbus, show that last year wasn't a fluke. This year's mission is to complete the mission. And I think they've got a real chance to do that. Keep J.J. McCarthy healthy, though. That is the key. All right, that's going to do it for right here on Michigan Podcast, breaking down Big Ten Media Days. There really wasn't a lot of other news. I mean, we don't have a lot of question marks. We Probably return the best offensive line in the country. Probably return the best running back duo in the country. Uh, this sh- should be maybe the best defense returning in the Big Ten this year. Um, I guess there's a kicker battle there. I-, I thought it was interesting that Jimmy singled out Tommy Doman, who did all of the kicking in the spring game, singled him only out at punter. Uh, said that the Louisville transfer, who's a very accurate kicker, doesn't have the strongest leg, though. Uh, said that uh, he had the kicking age, edge right now, but they're waiting. Is it Samaha, I believe is his name, the freshman? They're waiting for him to come in and compete for that spot. I mean, it's going to be a step down there. I mean, you, you don't have a, you don't just replace arguably the greatest kicker in the history of the university. So there will be a step down there, but special teams under Harbaugh every year have been really good. So they're going to be good there. It just may not be, you know, um, the stuff of legends that Jake Moody was, but they'll be good there. I think you compensate for that by not needing the kicker as much, that you're more effective in the red zone now because you've got a fully armed and op- and, and developed first-round draft pick at quarterback. So now we see August 14th, mark that date down. Uh, that's when the Big Ten Network will be doing its uh, annual bus tour that goes into Ann Arbor. That's on August 14th. So make sure you circle that date. They're going back to their original format, which is good. I don't know why they abandoned it the last few years where they remember when this first started out, every school got its own hour. And then like the last few years, they thought we needed like field hockey updates or something. I don't know who the hell made that decision. No one cares. I'm sure the field hockey athletes are great, but no one cares. All right. I mean, your families care. Great. Glad you got a scholarship. Hope you win. Nothing personal, but you know, I just, I really need to find out who the second string right guard is. And that's why we're watching. All right. So clearly now with Fox basically owning the big 10 fully, 
someone uh, got smart over there and said, why are we talking about any of the college football teams? That's all anybody cares about. So they're back to every school gets its own episode now. Michigan's episode, mark your calendars, Michigan's episode will be August the 14th. All right, so that will do it. Don't forget, like, rate, subscribe, share, five-star review this video. Um, help us to find more Michigan fans just like you, whether you're watching here on YouTube or listening to the podcast version of this. Uh, you can also follow us on Michigan Pod or on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called now. Uh, at Michigan Podcast is where you can follow us on Twitter X. That kind of sounds like unseemly. Tweet to me on X because what are, what are the tweets called now? X's? I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Follow me on Twitter at Michigan Podcast and keep up to date on everything we think about all things Wolverines in between episodes. And with camp starting this week, we're going to be thinking an awful lot. So keep an eye out and a lookout for that. All right. We'll see you next week right here on Michigan Podcast. I'm Steve Dace. Go Blue. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.